We're very pleased to be joined right now by York Region Police Chief. He is Jim McSween. Uh, Chief McSween, thank you very much for the time this morning. We, uh, we've got a lot uh, that I want to get to with you, but I appreciate you making the time and letting us reach out to you. Thank you, Greg, and uh, thanks for having me on today. I, I see this amazing photo, first of all, of you, um, and I know there was a local uh, MPP welcoming 25 brand new constables, and I'm looking at this photo and, and seeing the beaming faces, and, and by the way, seeing 25 York Region constables that, that look like York Region, I, I, like, like it's diverse, a lot of men, a lot of women. I, I love that look. Those, those officers must be beyond excited to pose for that photo, have completed their training, um, and and be really passionate about their work. It's not it's not uh, it's not the easiest time to go into law enforcement. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, we had an uh, amazing night last night with our new recruits and uh, and of course their families who provide them, you know, uh, unwavering support as they move through their careers here at York Region. And uh, as you mentioned, um, <clears throat> we embrace diversity here in the region. We work in one of the most diverse regions in all of Canada. And uh, we're doing a lot of work around making sure uh, the officers we we hire and we move back out into the streets reflect the communities that we serve. We often see police officers that just say uh, it, it, it often comes from the family. Maybe their mother or father was was in law enforcement. Do you still get that, that there's families of cops, generations of cops that, that want to continue? They watch dad leave every day and, and, and do that work? Absolutely. That's uh that's one of the interesting uh, pieces to this uh, job is that uh, there is a family legacy in many cases where, you know, um, uh, children of uh, former police officers or currently serving police officers take up the cause. And uh, it's a noble cause. And it's a cause that uh, cause of service, serving others and serving something bigger than yourself. And I, I, I spoke about that last night at the uh, at the graduation ceremony. I could tell you some of the parents were in tears mm-hmm. thanking, thanking me, thanking the uh, thanking our board for hiring such uh, amazing people. So we're glad to have them. I mentioned the scrutiny. You see what's what's some of the conversations are in Toronto with uh, the police budget, with John Tory and city councils. I'm guessing it's no different where you are. You're seeing, um, I, I think there's an intersection of our issues with, with mental illness, with addiction. And I, I'm seeing as well, issues of of delinquency chief where why just we're getting more 13 14 15 16 year olds arrested not for petty crimes because we wouldn't know about them but for violent crimes what are you spotting on the streets what are your officers telling you that's that's either changed that's something different in the water supply what do they tell you well what our officers uh, what we're seeing uh happen time and time again is uh more repeat violent offenders who are released out into the community and you know, it's troubling. It should be troubling for everyone. Um, the system is, is meant to support everyone and to be fair and just. And um, it seems like the scales have, uh, have, have moved too far to one side and the system isn't working the best it can to protect uh, the communities that we serve. Um, I can tell you just uh, uh, the other phenomenon that we're seeing, well, it's not only in York Region, but I, I believe right across the country is more and more handguns are finding their way out onto our streets. I can tell you here in York Region, uh, from 2016 to last year, we've seen a 4,000% increase in handguns seized by frontline officers. Um, back in my day, 33 years ago, it was very rare mm-hmm. to have a frontline officer seizing a handgun. Um, it's, it's actually more the norm now um, on routine traffic stops, on, on, on stops related to, uh, to f- for various reasons. So, 
Um, that's something that's troubling. And of course, uh, without getting into the politics of it, but the reality is many high, the high percentage of these guns are coming across the border. And um, that's something that has to be addressed. Um, and, uh, you know, as a, as a chief in this uh, province and uh, mm. uh, vice president of the Ontario Association Chiefs of Police, um, there's a lot of work to be done in that area. I know Vaughn's Mayor Stephen Del Duca uh, l- aligned with the Premier Doug Ford. I mean, they were just bitter political rivals six months ago, but they've aligned. Many mayors have, many police chiefs have, in asking the federal government, you have to do more for bail reform. I mean, you know, and I know, you just mentioned politics. When 13 premiers sign a document in this political landscape we're in, that's pretty hard to get 13 premiers um, to agree adamantly that something needs to be done. How do you see the issue? Well, I see it no different than all of the premiers. Uh, I, I believe this is a, uh, this is something that should not be political. I, I, I think this is a, a, an excellent example of of um, people who are willing to work together, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, and the fact that this is an issue that affects everyone. Um, you know, the bail system should be balanced, um, but it it need we need to be talking more about victims mm-hmm. and less about the offenders when we talk about bail. Bail is a risk management tool. I testified or presented at committee um, about just this. And when, um, when we're not applying the tools that we have within the system appropriately and keeping the most violent repeat offenders off the street, because in some cases, detention is the only effective means by which to redress the issue of repeat violent offenders and reduce victimization out in the communities. Sometimes that has to be the case. What we're seeing now is more, more often than not, violent repeat offenders um, released, and then we're having to deal with them again and again, and in some cases, as you've seen, um, with tragic circumstances, tragic outcomes. Absolutely. Um, and, and every police officer is very, very conscious of, uh, of what's happened, losing four of their colleagues uh, since September, really within just you know an hour's drive of where you are or an hour's drive of where I am. Does the Youth Criminal Justice Act factor into that as well? Is that as important a thing to reframe? Do you think we've got just brazen acts of, of violence. We're not talking shoplifting. We're not talking a running, running a red light and, and, and driving even underage. Those are, those are criminal offenses. But do we have to reframe some of this for violent crimes for 15, 16-year-olds that commit them? We absolutely need to apply the tools and, yes, reframe uh, violent crimes. You know, at the end of the day, um, when somebody is repeatedly breaching their conditions and charged with multiple violent crimes or firearms offenses, or offenses that relate to intimate partner violence, um, Mm -hmm. the circumstances themselves and the behavior of the individual is what should dictate the results of what what, uh, comes from a bail hearing. Not the fact that they've had a difficult upbringing, and, you know, that all weighs in. There's no doubt about it, and there's a lot of work to be done on the root cause of crime, but we need to deal with the facts as they stand um, before our courts. And the fact that we continually release people, no matter what age they are on, on these violent crimes, when they're, they've already demonstrated they are not going to abide by their condition, I think what tends to occur is we're gambling with the lives of people in the community and taking risks that are unnecessary. Chief uh, Jim McSween, our guest from York Regional Police. I know we both got about 30 seconds. We're both tight for time. Can you give it to me in 30? Uh, are there next steps with this, with what happened at Vaughn Mills with the car the other night? W- what are next steps in terms of investigating this? 
Well, we'll continue the investigation and, and make sure we hold those accountable, um, as we always do. Uh, I can't give you anything more than that. I haven't been uh, fully briefed on it because I was tied up downtown at, uh, at Queen's Park. But I can tell you that, uh, as we normally do, we'll continue to work hard to uh, bring those to justice and um, make sure that it never happens again. Yeah, un- unbelievable uh, images. Um, thank you so much for the time today. I want to have these more important conversations about the police and their role and their future and what they mean to our community. Thank you again for the time this morning. Well, thank you so much for having me, and I'll be happy to uh, join you anytime. Thank you. W- wonderful. There's Chief Jim McSween from York Regional Police.